0: Welcome to the Emily Otto Show, business coaching for rebel healers, priestesses and other witchy women. This podcast will give you the tools to help you build and scale your online healing business so you can help more people and make more money. My goal is for you to enjoy your life and business with plenty of time for pleasure and play. I am over the moon delighted you're here let's start today's episode. Yay. All right. Welcome to another podcast episode of the Emily Otto show. I am so excited today because I'm joined by another awesome mom in business who also is a member of my rebel mastermind. Anna, would you mind introducing yourself, who you are, what you do, where people can find you?
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Anna Locke, and I am a life coach for moms in business. Uh, I love working with creative, multi-passionate women um, and really supporting them in coming home to themselves through the transition from maiden to mother Mm
0: -hmm. uh, on a personal
1: level, an identity level, uh, while also creating a business or purpose-driven work beyond the purpose-driven work of motherhood. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And that's a big thing I wanted the two of us to talk about because I think it's so freaking different building a business and scaling it and supporting clients as a mom. Mhm. And when I was building my
1: business, I didn't see many other moms of young children doing it. Did you? No. Honestly, like that's why you were always on my radar and why I joined the mastermind and hired you as my coach because I'm like, "Okay, she's, you know, just like that step ahead of me, you know." She has two kids. I'm currently just dating my second kid, <laughs> two boys too. And just seeing you, you know, not just grow an abundant and successful business while raising two tiny, tiny babies and kids, um, but do it in a way that really blended um, just your life into your work and motherhood and all the things and all your passions beyond that too. So it wasn't just like I've seen women. Um, you know, grow a six figure business while giving birth, but they, but they're just like prioritizing their business and their work. And it's basically like they're running a nine to five or like a eight to midnight, whatever. And so yeah. what I'm drawn to is just that, I mean, it's not balanced, but it's that full integration of being able to say like, Hey, I want to show up for my business and my clients. And I want to show up for my kids and I want to show up for myself and my own, you know, purpose and passion and soul's callings and my relationships. And just seeing that, you know, it doesn't mean we give a hundred percent of ourselves to all the things every single day, but it is possible to blend it together and and make it work. Even if it's messy. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And like trusting the messiness of it because we, like I could have kept a nine to five job. I didn't want that, especially breastfeeding two little humans and like they're so amazing. And there are moments when you want to not spend any time with them at all. But most of it is like, I just want to snuggle you and get to know you. And um, Rowan is, what is he, 18 months right now. And it's such a fun stage of he's saying new phrases all the time. He's got this adorable personality and the best dimples ever. And I just want to spend so much time with him, while having an awesome business and working with awesome people and actually like enjoy all of my life. That was my experience too, of seeing women who gave birth and had tiny humans, but then the human, the little baby was like with the nanny all the time. And it still seemed like the mom was hustling all the time. And that's cool. If that's what you want to do, like no mom shame, but that's not what I want to do. I want to snuggle my babies
1: and not work late at night and not hustle hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of us, especially business owners and entrepreneurs who are craving that blend of being, you know, like a part-time business owner and a part-time mom, you know, in terms of chunking up your day, but yeah. there's really no model or no label for that. Cause it's like, okay, you're pregnant. Your options are do full-time daycare um, or be a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> It's like, especially in those first couple of years, what if, what if we need a blend and <laughs> what's that going to look like? And do we have permission to, yeah. to acknowledge our own needs, um, and desires on both sides of the work motherhood coin?
0: <laughs> I think that's a big, and I know one of my bosses, she even said that I was working for IBM, uh, multiple six, like billion dollar global company and my boss was like well you know what happens when women get pregnant and give birth is you're either fully 100% committed to motherhood or fully 100% committed to work mm. and i was like that's dumb <laughs> yeah i'm not doing that i i want to be a mom and be myself too and do things I'm passionate about. I remember a friend who didn't have kids asking me, she's like, oh, what do you do for fun? I'm like, uh, my business. <laughs> I I dance when I can. I go to yoga. I love my business. It's what I do for
1: fun. And it's what I do for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How, How, so you have multiple businesses though. How have you found that experience as a mom and having like, physical business things and like online business things too
1: yeah so it's funny because I saw kind of like my future so I started my businesses before long before I had kids because I never really um could find my just my groove in my 20s in terms of finding a job and and life circumstances and and I was looking ahead and knowing that eventually I wanted to have kids And so I didn't, what I didn't want and what I was seeing my managers, um, and bosses doing is getting pregnant. And I worked at a nonprofit and, um, two in a row had to quit their jobs because they couldn't afford full-time daycare. And when we were living in Chicago at the time, um, on our nonprofit salaries and I was like, okay, like, I know I don't want to have to be forced into a decision, Um, And I also know I don't want to work for someone else just to put 100% of my salary into daycare. Um, And so that's originally why I was drawn to to take the plunge into entrepreneurship. But I started started as a health and fitness coach. That was like my gateway Um, and then ended up starting... Um, an Etsy shop because I've always been a really creative person and I just wanted a creative outlet and a way to fund my yarn and fabric addiction. Yeah. yeah, And that was like, oh man, probably close to 10 years ago. Um, Yeah. Or more than 10 years ago. So since then, um, as life has evolved right now, I still run my Etsy shop and I um, sew mainly um, accessories and, and now baby clothes. And yeah, and I'm a life coach and I love supporting women on a one-on-one capacity. So um, yeah, I'm just having kids has made me, or kids so far. I feel like I have two kids already.
0: Oh, you definitely do. Oh my gosh, like your energy and attention and nourishment like requires sustaining the little bean inside
1: of you, you know? Yeah, this is true. Um, So I've been forced to really simplify, 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 simplify and streamline and, um, really focus on, okay, what's, what's super important. Like what's the one thing I want to do, and the two things I want to do and let go of all of the, you know, distractions and sparkly ideas and side projects. So it's also motherhood has also given me a different, a much deeper perspective obviously, <laughs> on, um, where I'm coming from and who I am as, a person as a woman Mm -hmm. and the work I do, I've always been really passionate about menstrual cycle awareness and just living seasonally in terms of ebbing and flowing with the seasons of our lives. And so just, yeah, that, that transition from like the maiden to mother archetype, like in life has been really deep and profound for me, uh, which is why I also love supporting moms um, who usually tend to be newer moms like me too, because it is such a huge shift. Um, So, and I love, I just, I just can't not have two businesses. Like I love having the Etsy shop, the product based business It balances out the service based business (laughs) because, um, there's something super, super vulnerable about like selling yourself as a coach and putting your services out there. And so, um, I love being able to say like, okay, I'm past my comfort zone for the day. I'm just going to like play with some pretty fabric and, been able to hone my, you know, sales and marketing and creative business skills on both sides, bring that to the table, um, and so it's like a fun blend. Um, and yeah, and then also having kids, in terms of my product business, um, I've been able to start making and selling handmade baby clothes, which is like it's something I've always been. That's even cool. as a little girl, I I loved making, drawing paper dolls, and I loved sewing doll clothes and just kind of wanted to be um a wedding designer wedding dress designer for a phase of life <laughs> so just being able to like bring and bridge that gap of like little Anna into reality has been super fun too so that's,
0: that's so you know. awesome I love that you've been able to create what you want while having two little boys you know of okay I just think that's such a big thing, especially as moms and we don't see the role models and we don't see people telling us that we see people saying, well, your options are put the child in daycare full-time, which costs an arm and a leg, especially where we live in Grand Rapids and Ann Arbor, Michigan, and then, or Chicago, or it's, well, quit your job and then full-time mom. And I tried the full-time mom thing during the pandemic in the summer. And I was like, oh no new 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 this isn't gonna work for me
1: i mean we're full-time mothers no matter what like you can't turn that off yeah but like full-time child care mom yeah <laughs> like hands-on mom yeah when we moved so we moved to grand rapids michigan from chicago about uh a year and a half ago like um wow. I don't know. time flies yeah yeah it and, does yeah. oh my gosh it was like in october not a year and a half it was like october of 2021 Okay. So I've been here over a year and for the first eight months of landing here, we were just on wait lists because uh, we have part-time childcare in Chicago. That's what I love. I love having, I need I my three part-time. days, I need me three too. days of child, like full day, give me the full day, just send him off for 10 hours. He comes home happy and wired and gets, yes. Get and care. so
0: exhausted and ready to go to <laughs> sleep at night. I tried two days. Did you try two days? I did not love that.
1: Yeah, we um, started with three half days because in Chicago, I had this awesome setup. Um, This is just a side note. It's called Lay Village. Mm. If anyone out there listening lives in Grand Rapids and wants to start a franchise of a co working space with on site childcare, oh my God, yes. I have your hookup. I do not want to be the franchisee, but my friend Daniela is in Chicago with Lay Village and looking for this franchise here in Grand Rapids. Anyway, so I had this awesome space with other business owners and creatives and could put Thomas into, you know, the childcare room, um, and still be on site to breastfeed and just like check in on him. So it was like a little transition into daycare, Mm. which was so perfect in those first couple of years. Um, so we started three half days and then he was still napping a lot and as the naps shortened. Yeah. I was like, okay, you just need to be out of the house for three full days so I can be at home for three full days just yes. to like get stuff done but also just like recover from the days that I pull on mom Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah. but I also get those days we can like go to the story times and um have all the little fun adventures together and I can be the mom that I want to be and so that's been a really good balance um and I'm already trying to decide okay what's our plan for when I have you know an infant at home too so um planning Holy. to probably just like have a babysitter come over them part that's, time.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I did with yeah. both kids. Uh, I had mm-hmm. like a mother's helper, 17 year old with Cedar who was, um, she had like a weird flex schedule. It was her senior year. So she was going to college in addition to being in high school. Um, and she would literally nap with him. I was so jealous. They would just like nap
1: together on the couch and, while I worked. And it's like, that well, looks really nice. Win-win. <laughs> yeah. Just someone to come over and hang out with the baby so I can still you know, breastfeed and be yeah. there, but like with a two or three-year-old, like they need to be in a different facility.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I have tried on Mondays. On Mondays, my husband has the kids for two hours or so while I work on my business because I was in corporate for 15 years. So Monday morning, I have this big desire to like get mm-hmm. the ground running. Yes, and I, I realize, <laughs> yeah, like I like doing that. So he hangs out with them, but they're still in the house. And lately I've been realizing as there are four and one and a half, like mm-hmm. I can't batch content like reels or videos because they are so loud and they have uh, a mommy radar. They're oh like, my gosh. Oh, they're and they're, they're like, we like, know mom is home. Where's mommy? I want to see mommy. And so, I, but I think it's, it's been so lovely to get to craft what I do and when based on what I want to do with my kids. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I'm hearing you say that too of like it was really important for me to breastfeed until about a year for yes. each kid and that requires the tiny bean especially when they're itty bitty to be
1: with you like yeah. right with you yeah so I, yeah I'm just really grateful I never had to pump and then COVID so I like really yeah. never had the pump or, or um yeah or go through because okay. I've seen so many of my friends who do work you know just like a regular job have to put their kid in daycare at like six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, weeks, four months, you know, like ridiculously early. And just that emotional distress that it sends you into because like, you're still connected to this tiny human and you still need them as much as they need you. And it's just like completely inhumane. So this is like my countercultural attempt to just like do it my own way and, in a way that it's works. It's the
0: rebellion, right? right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. It is inhumane. And honestly, it should be a human rights crisis. Honestly, the idea of taking a mom and baby and separating them at that young is insane. And America is one of the only countries that doesn't protect that.
1: Yeah. No one wins. No one wins. The baby doesn't win. The daycare workers don't win. They're so underpaid Mm -hmm. and it's just, yeah.
0: Underpaid, (laughs) understaffed. And now they have this newborn baby that they have to deal with That, of course, I mean, our nervous systems are so tied to our babies and that's on purpose. And so when you're separated by distance and then for eight, 10 hours a day, that sucks. And like, you know, mom, we have to do what we have to do to pay the bills and put food in the fridge. Like this is not a mom shame or like blaming moms, but it is blaming the system. Yes. Mm -hmm. System is fucked up
1: and it's not Okay. Yeah. It's a system thing. And then it leads to moms blaming themselves because we can't change the system. So we don't really see the system. We're just in it. And so we put all that guilt on ourselves for not being able to be there. um, and just feel like it's, it's our personal failing. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's terrible.
0: And and I love that you bring up the mom guilt because especially as a mom running a business or multiple businesses, there's so much that comes with that of like, well, now I'm not giving full attention to my kids or full attention. Oh yeah. Husbands or partners. Like that's a thing. <laughs> I guess they need attention sometimes. And then there's the business. And so it feels like a lose, lose, lose situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to change the conversation from wanting to have a balanced life or work life balance to needing to be supported mm. and building our network, you know, building that village around us yeah. that we aren't just automatically provided with these days no. and, you know, having lots of communication with our partners about our expectations and about our needs and being okay with saying, Hey, this is what I need. What do you need? How could we show up for each other and have, you know, a partnership or a team, you know, here um, and, and just think outside ourselves because we put so much pressure on ourselves to do the self-care or to take care of ourselves on top of taking care of everybody else, um, which is only going to backfire and burn us into the ground and make us even more resentful towards our partners. Um, and so, yeah, I think just like shifting that, that pressure to like have our work-life balance figured out on our own into, okay, like, what do I want? And what kind of support, am I going to need in order to create that for myself, whether that is daycare or childcare or just like creating a flex work schedule, opposite shifts with your partner or, um, you know, finding another mom who also has a small child to do childcare swaps or looking into your community resources. Um, yeah. Or can you hire support, you know, where can you hire support and where can you create support for yourself? Um, yes. yeah, it's, just like, we're not meant to do this alone. And you know, I don't think you know, we, when you look at a mom, especially on Instagram or on social media, and you're like, how does she do it? Um, like she's not doing it, <laughs> like she's not doing it by herself. Yeah. Right. Totally. And if she is, she's probably not as happy as she looks. Right. <laughs> um, totally. Like ripping off the cover of like realistically, okay, like I can't do what I want to do without you know someone teaming up to help me raise my children even if I do want to be the primary or a primary caregiver that doesn't mean I have to be the only sole caregiver
0: 24/7 i love that i love the permission and all the examples you gave of how to do it differently and i think that's the game changer is anytime As an entrepreneur or as a mom entrepreneur, mompreneur, anytime you feel backed into a corner, like, well, it's either this choice or this choice, you know, it's black and white. And instead being like, okay, what do I want? What are my desires? And then seeing all the different possibilities. Okay, do I hire a house cleaner? Do I need to articulate what's going on in my brain better to my partner so that they can pick up the pieces? Or do we need to have like grocery delivery systems or, you know, how do I get support? Um, and I hired a one-on-one business coach while I was pregnant with Rowan and for the, uh, the first six months prior to that, because, and it took me a lot of work to be like, oh, can I afford this? Do I need this? And it's like, wait, 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 what if I just decide that I don't want to struggle and do this alone and I get to be supported? Mm. And that was a game changer. Like, oh, I get to be supported. (sighs) okay, like when we hire doulas and uh, midwives, like, hold on, I get to have support. I don't just have to struggle bus it until it works.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, deciding you get to have support and that's normal.
0: (laughs) And normalizing it, right? Like, no, you can't do
1: it all. Nope,
0: (laughs) we were never meant to. And the system is completely screwed up and doesn't support women or moms
1: at all. Yeah, (laughs) so we have to support each other and um yeah and receive
0: Uh, and receive which is so hard right Uh, it's so hard but it's so beautiful whether it's receiving support from somebody we're hiring or from our partners of like Mm -hmm. nope they're not going to do the dishes in the time that I would or at the same rate or way and nope dinner's going to be different Mm -hmm. but you know what
1: fine let's try it and the fact is if you don't receive help or acknowledge your needs you're gonna crash and burn and you're gonna hit the wall and you are gonna have just like one of those hard days or hard weeks or phases where you just feel like you're completely crumbling um which is also just part of the journey <laughs> that's normal too it's, if you're going to normalize the newborn that. the newborn phase or a sleep regression or just like <gasps> i don't know postpartum depression or anxiety or rage or just like a dark season where you feel like you're being turned into mush Um, you know, just, just like trusting that process Mm. and trusting that it's not going to last forever and you're going to come out stronger and wiser, but also you're not alone when you're in it. You're not alone and it's normal,
0: you know, in air quotes. Um, I will never forget my doula in the parenting class saying, you know, when you have your baby and it's screaming at the top of its lungs and you don't know what it needs and you fed it and you've changed it and you haven't had any sleep and you're exhausted and you're hungry you're going to want to lose your mind set the baby down somewhere safe walk outside for two minutes come back in and yeah right and I've had to do that with both children Mm -hmm. um and it was so nice to have it normalized and not beat myself up for it Of like oh I'm not a good enough mom and I couldn't hack it and blah 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 but just of no, course taking
1: care of your mental health is being a good mom yeah just the other day I had to strap my screaming three-year-old into his car seat in the cold garage and shut the door on him just to put him in a safe place yeah so and like, he's fine take a moment yeah came back he was fine like we went shopping he's fine. He was fine. yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rowan is just starting to
0: tantrum and like be demanding about his nose and it's like oh yeah this phase And trusting it's a season, it's a phase, this too shall pass. Because when you're in it as a mom, you're like, it's always going to be this way and it's never going to change. And this is the worst, but talking to another mom who's been there and done that and then getting support. So key. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You can get through it (laughs) and you're doing it (laughs) and you're doing it like you're going to get through it, but you get to get through it with support. Yes. And I love that. I want to touch on one more big point that you talked about with building your business, especially, and I, I know we both preach this all the time, but making it simple when you're a mom of tiny humans, like we are not creating massive, crazy funnel strategies. We are not doing everything everywhere all at once. We're not building like, and launching program after program, after program, it's you do one-on-one coaching with your people. And I'm simplifying this year too. It's like, there's two programs. There's the mastermind. There's one-on-one coaching and VIP days. That's it. That's it. (laughs) I think that's key of like, focus on how do I support my current clients? How do I invite new ones in and how do I make it simple and easy again and again and again?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, what I've been learning too, because it's hard because I have been coaching for so many years that I do have a backlog of, you know, offerings and products and and groups and courses and things I could dredge back up and recreate uh-huh. and relaunch. Um, and <laughs> it's like tempting to just like get into that sh- new shiny launch phase, but at the same time, um, you know, over the last couple of years I have tried that and it has not worked because I just end up spreading myself thin, not giving my offers enough time to gain momentum they need to bring in that sustainable, you know, clients and income. And so it's been really hard for me, like a lot of ego death moments just be like, okay, let's trim, prune, do the pruning. What can, and just knowing that like, this is just a season. And if I really want to launch something, like I still can, this is my career for the rest of my life. But my totally. very favorite thing that I love is the one-on-one coaching, just building those deep relationships with a small number of women. And that is the, the number one best thing that I can do during this, you know, year that I'm going to have a baby in a few months, because I can still show up and hire a babysitter for a few hours a week to do my client sessions, to feel connected to my purpose outside of the trenches of motherhood. Um, and it'll create that sustainable, consistent income. Um, and like, it gets to be simple and it gets to be easy. And I get to commit to this just like one offer and connecting with the women that I really want to be connecting with and serving right now um, on, on a deeper level and, and working through all of my own mindset uh, stuff oh, that right. comes to the surface along the way when you decide to go deep and go all in on what your number one um, just like heart-led priority is.
0: Right? There's so much that comes up of like, oh, is it not the right offer? I should be launching another thing and doing something differently. And I, I do the same thing. I just decided yesterday CEO Enchantress won't run again until 2025. And it's like, am I really going to do that? Like all the limiting beliefs that come up. And i like, right? I'm like, but people and clients and consistent income. And it's like, no, there are other ways. And it simplifies and streamlines. And then I don't have to do this like massive launch multiple times a year. And, and I've watched, I worked for a friend's business. She launched a new program like every six weeks, and I watched it. And she does not have children. And I was like, mm, 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 mm. "I'm a manifesting yeah. generator, and even though I am, and I'm a Leo and an ENFP, I'm like, I, I can't,
1: I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, not sustainable, not designed. No. good for her.
0: <laughs> and it wasn't for her
1: either. Like she since folded that business. Aww. So yeah, yeah. So we can learn, and we that's the cool thing is we can learn from each other too, and just observe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And get support and simplify. I really think that's the name of the game for mom entrepreneurs is like, get support, get focused on what you need to do when you need to do it, which is a lot of what we do in the mastermind with Mm -hmm. all of my awesome clients there of like, okay, but for you in particular, what's the next thing to focus on to move the needle and feel good about it?
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's so important too, just to have that accountability of regular calls with someone who can just nudge you back in the line or just like have those regular checkups with okay what what am I not showing up for or what's my plan for the week and just like stay mentally focused um you know on that weekly plan as well just knowing you're gonna have to show up and and I love that
0: because right because like you know what to do in your business. Like you don't need at this stage it's not like you need a marketing course or a sales course. It's more okay I know what I need to do but how do I need to do it and stay committed to the things I want to be committed to.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's like the things that are easy to do, but also easy not to do when no one is, when you're working for yourself and no one's looking over your shoulder and holding you accountable to oh, yeah. the company's quarterly goals and mission. It's like you have to, you have to be that CEO. And um, yeah, it can be hard to do when life is so busy and full and demanding and there's more things that seem more urgent. <laughs> All the time, right? Especially when we have
0: little ones that come home yeah. sick or like both of us have been sick with colds for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I've got maybe an hour of headspace. What do I focus yeah. on and when based on what I want in my business?
1: Yeah. 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 And having someone to help bounce ideas and help you create that action plan and that game plan and strategy. Um yeah. And then hold the space to just like support you emotionally and mentally as you grow into it is. Is critical. It's so important. And childcare. Yeah. Business And childcare. <laughs> child it's like the only two business investments that you really need as a new mom. This I so love great. that. Yeah, they're the big ones. They're the game changers, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well,
0: tell folks where they can find you and how they can work with you right now.
1: Yeah, it's really easy. You can just go to my website, AnnamariaLock, L O C K E.com. Um, everything's on there. I love blogging too. I have some uh, really juicy resources that you can download for free um, around cycle syncing, cycle awareness, as well as um, yeah, motherhood and business. And I'm also at Ana Maria Locke on Instagram, where I show up mostly, um, send a weekly newsletter out with encouragement and updates. And you can sign up for that on my website. So yeah, I'm, and I'm working on creating a, um, a new free audio course called Ooh. the five day glow up for, yeah, for moms who just like are feeling a little burned out and want to reconnect with that inner, inner queen archetype They want to be queen of their castle again. And yeah, just like reduce their, their business and their purpose and their souls calling, um, really good timing as we head out of winter into spring so if you follow me you can keep an eye out for that otherwise yeah I'd love to connect and say hi with anyone Um, and right now yeah I am taking on -on one-on-one clients for anyone who wants some deeper um, long-term support in the next season of their business and motherhood journey
0: yay amazing thank you so much thank you it was so fun to chat (laughs) it was that's it for today share this episode with other rebel healers so they too can make more money and deeply support their people join my free facebook group at business coaching for rebel healers with emily otto and stay tuned for next week's episode xoxo